This is 680 CJOB. So, I found a new friend, Dr. Kristen Mitnis, who is a doctor of chiropractic at Lifemark on Nature Parkway, but she is also an author of a cookbook that I read and I really liked. She's here to talk food. Kristen, welcome to The Main Ingredient. How are you? I'm well. Yeah? I'm well, yeah. Okay, so you are the author of my new favorite book. I love your book, <laughs> the, Anc- the Ancestral Kitchen. Well, I'm honored. Yeah, it's very good. So before we actually get into the book, let's talk a little, you know, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself and how you uh, got into nutrition? Sure. So technically, I'm a doctor of chiropractic. Mm-hmm. Um, not technically, that is exactly <laughs> I <am>. what I <laughs> am. Um, but my story is kind of long and convoluted. I think like most people's are. Mm-hmm. So my dad's also a chiropractor. Mm-hmm. And my mom is his business manager or yep. runs his business. And there's three. I'm the oldest of three girls. And when my mom, after she had my youngest sister, she they found a tumor on her ovary about the size of a grapefruit. Wow. So full cesarean with all of us. That was kind of normal. Her dad is actually a medical doctor. So that was back when like cesarean section for everyone. Like just make it easy. Pick the date. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, but. After they had my youngest sister, they because of the tumor, they did a full hysterectomy. So they told, took out her uterus, took out both of her ovaries, and essentially put her into full menopause when, in her like early 30s. Wow. <laughs> like In hindsight, I can't even imagine what she went through. And this is in the U.S., right? So there's no mat leave, plus my parents are self-employed. Mm-hmm. So she, went, she had that surgery, then three weeks later was back at work. Get out of here. Is, isn't that just... It blows my mind. Yeah, it's crazy. I think I have a tough life. <laughs> like, I don't know how she did it. But um, so she had a bunch of hormonal issues after that, right? And I don't know who ended up getting her on it, but someone got her, maybe her naturopath, on the blood type diet. So I don't agree with the blood type diet. What is a blood type diet? It's how to eat based on how what blood type you have. So type A should eat this, type B should eat this, type O should eat this. So in my household, we're all type either A's or O's. Mm-hmm. Um and the one thing I do like about it, which it did for us, was like it gets you off all the garbage. Mm-hmm. So for us, she came home one day. She's like, "We're going gluten free, and we're not going to drink milk anymore." And this is oh, like, so her diet is our diet. Yes, oh for sure, because she she made the food for everyone. Right, of course. Um, so if she's doing it, everyone else might right. as well do it. Which I mean, as a mom, good for you. Right. Um, but this was before like gluten free was a thing. So this is in the late '90s, early 2000s. So there's nothing gluten free. No, no, and the closest thing to to a milk replacement is rice milk. So oh. we had cartons of rice milk. And we had, I know. <laughs> Friends coming over like, yeah, I don't want your nasty yeah. milk. <laughs> the funny thing about my parents, though, which I also don't understand how they did it, to us it never felt weird. Like, I don't know how I didn't realize we weren't so freaking weird. Because now I'm so well aware of it. It just was totally normal. Oh, yeah. When gonna... did you realize, okay, okay. When did, at what age did you realize, this is not how everybody eats? This... I finally realized this when I was in chiropractic school. And like I, that late? This late. I know. This is so bananas. This late. And I people stored beer in their fridge uh, and it was there all the time. And you're kind of like, well, is like, it, are you having a party? Yeah. Like, like is on? it? Because my parents didn't drink either. So I'm like, oh, people actually like keep beer in their fridge all the time? People have fridges for their beer, so it's there all the time. <laughs> They're so sheltered. Yeah, it, 
How did I not? How did you how, not know? How did I not know? How did I not know? Hang on. So you went through high school. Thinking I was completely normal. And you didn't realize any of that? No. And we. that being said, we were Didn't kids drink? I Yes, as did I, right? Yeah. And yeah. I know. It's so bizarre. But my diet, I'm like, yeah, this is just what we do. And this is this is this how, how, this we, how it is. This is how we do it. And nobody ever went, man, that's that's kind of weird. No. Even in college, I not that I was ever perfect and not that my parents, like, they did not force anything on us. Mm-hmm. It was they did not force it. I think that's probably why it didn't feel weird. They made it your choice. Yes. Right. Very much so. Right. Um, so, yeah, I went to college and, and I wasn't great. I knew what I should and shouldn't be doing, but mm-hmm. I wasn't great. And... Be your um, kid. Got to yeah, figure it out, right? Yeah, you got to have some fun. Yeah, for sure. So then I got, I ended up in college going on birth control because I was dating a guy. I, I had never had a normal menstrual cycle. Mm-hmm. Like it was when you're in sports, no menstruation between sports. You would and it would, wouldn't be much, but whatever. This, this was normal. So you're like, an yeah. open book, aren't you? I know. You I know. <laughs> this is what people can relate it. to, right? Yeah. And um, <laughs> so I'm probably like, hey, mom, I so I'm dating this guy, but also I just want a normal period. So can I go on birth control? Because that was the answer to getting a normal period. If mm-hmm. anything's abnormal, you go on birth control. She's like, okay, whatever. I didn't have a doctor because at this point, like, my dad was my chiropractor. And if he couldn't do it, my grandpa was my doctor. So there was like, and that wasn't something I wanted to deal with with my grandpa. So yeah. off to yeah, plan. How do you tell your grandpa that? Yeah, exactly. Hey, grandpa. Yeah, <laughs> this boy. Can I birth control? I know. Uh, no. <laughs> no. I could call him for everything, but that thing just wasn't, wasn't on my radar. So I went to Planned Parenthood, and they put me on uh, birth control. I went on it, and I, what, I felt like a crazy person. Like, I legitimately would – I my mood swings were, like – outrageous i would be i would go from manic to depressive i would my boyfriend at the time i can't even believe he he stayed with me as long as he did because mm-hmm. i would have dumped me like a long time ago <laughs> i wanted to but i couldn't leave myself <laughs> <laughs> he would walk in the door and look at me like the wrong way and i totally flip out and like in front of anyone like this i couldn't even keep it to myself i couldn't even do it behind closed doors like i was i felt like a legit crazy person so I took myself two months later. I'm like, I can't. <laughs> I can't do this. Yeah. I, this is not okay. Um, and then after that, I didn't get my period for the next two years. Um, but I felt a little bit more normal. Went off to chiropractic school. Um, we So in chiropractic school, we're really lucky. We get nutrition for a significant amount of time, like just over a year, like straight. And ours was with a naturopath, and he was awesome. So I kind of I brought it up to him. Um, and he didn't think I was eating enough fat because this is when the low fat, like I tried, I did low fat. I did, um, I restricted calories because you kind of get into that kind of. You were just trying, you were trying to figure your body out? Just, I was just trying to do what I thought was right. So I knew, I knew no gluten. I I knew no dairy. I didn't, I didn't necessarily know why those things, but I I knew that was probably a a good way to do it because that's what. And you were still doing that? I was still, to a certain extent, I was still doing that. Yep. 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 And then, um. I don't know. You get, I think all female, not even just females, I think males too, get to a point where you want to be thinner or you, and I was never overweight. I was very active. I ran track through college, um, very active, very lean. But, for but, but, but you know, sometimes even no matter where you are, you always look at someone else and want, to, sure. be, uh-huh. want to be better than what you think you are. Like, mm-hmm. It's just kind of, it's, it's a strange thing. And the other weird thing is even after, so once me and my boyfriend finally did break up, <laughs> which is like way later <laughs> than it should have been, um, that's, and you hear of this often where when you can't control something, diet is what you can control. Mm-hmm. I... 
I had an Excel spreadsheet keeping track of everything that I ate and then broke it down into like how much protein fiber and make and like that's how crazy that's a how crazy I am when it comes to Excel spreadsheets but like be like how crazy I was because that was the one thing I could control I just gotten into chiropractic school um it was hard and I was living in a new city and I think it was one thing I could control so so hang on on top yeah. of the workload that you have for school, yeah, you're gonna add that to it. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. People are crazy. I'm, I'm so type A, and I go 110 percent on everything. <laughs> <laughs> I did that too. Oh, uh, you're hilarious, man. I know. So it was. So, anyways, so I talked to the naturopath a little bit. I, lucky for us, we had um, a lab on site, so we could get our blood drawn and mm. get our labs checked. Yeah. So, um. I think he or another uh, instructor was like, go get your labs checked. Go get your hormones checked and see where you're at. My mom might have suggested that too, whatever. But anyways, I go get my labs checked. And because I have like these big eyes, they're like, oh, it might be your thyroid. And so check your thyroid, check all of your female hormones, see what's going on. So they get it back. And the doctor who looked at it is like, you're normal. I'm like, well... I'm not normal because I haven't had a period for two years. She's like, it's probably because you're too lean. So go get your body fat check tested. So um, I was sent to a local university. I did the underwater body fat check mm-hmm. where they like submerge you underwater right. and dip you and check your buoyancy. Like, so I went through all that. It comes out like you're normal. I'm like, I'm not normal. Someone's I like, love how you're arguing. You're normal. No, I'm not. <laughs> I know I'm not. And that's a huge thing because so many of us know something's not right. I'm sure everyone has gone to the doctor at some point and felt like something was wrong, but you left because they told you everything was right. We're going to talk more about that with Dr. Kristen Mitness, along with food, here on The Main Ingredient, after a break. So, Dr. Kristen Mitness is here, the author of the cookbook, The Ancestral Kitchen talking about her own personal journey to find out what foods work best for her body to function optimally. And before the break, she was telling us she felt like something was wrong and visits to the doctor had them telling her she was fine, to which she told them she wasn't. And what did they tell you next? Stop working out, because I, I like to work out. I just They told I, you to stop working out? Stop working out, yep. Your body fat's too low. It's within the normal, but your output's too high, so stop working out. So took six weeks off, and I remember walking, because I'm like, I still got to do something. So I remember going on walks, being like... I hate this. <laughs> I want to be able to. I want to run. I want to run. <laughs> I was competitive. I I loved being in the gym and lifting weights and doing plyos and I I worked in the gym at the time and I had to go there and sit. So and, six weeks uh, of watching everybody else work out. Yeah, you're not working out. I hated it. So I'm like, I this is not the answer. <laughs> So I went back to working out. My mom finally convinced me. She's like, come and see my naturopath. Come, we'll bring your blood work. We'll see what she says. And that being said, my blood work was normal with one exception. My testosterone was 1.2 high, but they're like, no big deal. No big deal. I'm like, okay. So I bring it to my naturopath. And she's like, oh, you have polycystic ovarian syndrome. I'm like, excuse me? Yeah, you have polycystic ovarian syndrome. Your testosterone's too high, this XYZ. Um, she's like, here's some supplements. We're going to make these modifications to your diet. And call me in a month. We'll see what happens. Three weeks later, I got my first period. I was like, this is for real. <laughs> this is what all women complain about. Yeah, like bittersweet, right? That's yeah, why I wasn't right. so mad about right. it. Yeah, but no. like my boy, uh, new boyfriend, boyfriend at the time was like, you probably should get this figured out. I don't think this is normal. Mm-hmm. Um, and... 
I went on and off the supplements because I kept weaning myself off. I didn't want to rely on them. Right. And it took a year to finally get that normal. And ever since then, like, I make sure my diet is right. I make sure. So I knew diet was so important. So fast forward. Here I am in Canada. Didn't think I would end up here. But I'm in private practice. Um, I've got my my health figured out for the most part. and But I have patients who I adjust and I treat and... But me, like, just adjusting their spine and treating them is not the end-all, be-all for most people, right? Mm -hmm. So I had to start educating my patients about diet and um, this this way I was eating. And I had researched a ton about this ancestral approach to, uh, to diet. And I had gotten this book given to me called The Primal Blueprint by Mark Sisson. And I read it and, like, mind blown. I'm like, okay, this is this is crazy. This makes so much sense. So I jumped on board with that. Did, dug into the research for that, read every single book I could get my hands on related to it, um, and then started educating my patients. But they're like, okay, sure, you tell me I can't eat this, and I can't eat this, but what like, what does that even mean? Now what do I eat? And so I started writing recipes, and then someone's like, oh, you should write a cookbook. So then I wrote my first cookbook, and then four cookbooks later, I came up with these. Yeah, I came this up This is with, the fourth book. This that, is number was, four. It's the evolution. It's right. not like they all evolved into being something a little bit more. Because first it was just recipes. And right. now it actually includes essentially what I teach through the nutrition workshops. Because mm-hmm. not everyone can make it to the workshop. So I'm like, what if I just put the workshop into words and then give it to you? So there you go. Anyways, that was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that was a long story. I didn't even know where to uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was that was awesome actually. <laughs> that's what, that's where I ended up here. So now I have this cookbook and teach workshops about nutrition. I love it because, like I said, chiropractic can get people a long ways, but not nearly as far as once you finally put the nutrition stuff on top of it. I gotta tell you. Okay. When we met for coffee mm-hmm. a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. We started off talking about what we're going to talk about here, <laughs> yeah. and then we started. I started ta- asking you questions for, for stuff that were was related to me. Absolutely, that was supposed to be like a ten minute meeting, and it lasted like an hour. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I, I, I really, after I left there, mm-hmm. I was, I felt like there were angels singing. Like <laughs> that's this is this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. This makes sense. Right. Yeah. We talked a lot about well health in Canada and health in general, but we talked a lot about mm-hmm. sugar, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And yes, yes, yes. I, didn't, I, I didn't realize how much sugar I was eating on a daily basis on things that I never really paid attention to. Oh, for sure. Why don't we talk about that a little yeah, bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And most people don't. And I even realized that further just recently with my patients who I'm like, okay, we need to get you off of sugar. And they're like, oh, I don't eat sugar. Right. I'm like, really? You don't eat sugar? I'm like, okay, walk me through a day in your life. Like, well, I drink coffee. I'm like, what do you put in your coffee? Oh, Oh, I guess I put like some sugar in my coffee. I'm like, okay, but not a lot. I'm like, okay, so, but there's sugar in your coffee. Yep, yep, yep. There's sugar in my coffee. There's cream in my coffee. Okay, what else do you have? And then it's like, oh, just cereal with skim milk. I'm like, okay, so that's sugar <laughs> with sugar water. Yeah. And then they're like, okay. And then, and then like a few hours later, I might have, oh, I guess, I guess I have, I have like a bagel or a piece of toast. Um, but most people don't realize, and uh, I'll come back to that. But I'm like, okay, okay. And then for lunch, uh, I have, like, rice or, like, mm, a sandwich or a wrap. Or I'm like, okay, yep, okay, keep going. Then what? Then I have, like, oh, I have some some vegetables, some, like, uh, just some raw vegetables. And I dip it in whatever. A couple at, like, two or three. Okay. okay. And for dinner, oh, 
maybe pizza, maybe pasta, maybe. <laughs> I'm like, okay, okay. So let me just reverse. Because we, when I say sugar, what I actually mean is like all the processed grains too, because those are processed in the body the same as sugar. So your cereals, your breads, your pastas, your... <laughs> I like good stuff. Cookies. I know all the things that, that, yeah, taste really good because they're sugar. (laughs) They taste really good. We're wired for for them to taste good because they're quick calories, but they're just empty calories. And so every time you eat them, you're creating so much havoc in your body without realizing it, without realizing it. How did this happen? How did all the sugar get in all these things? <laughs> it's cheap to process. Um, it stays on a shelf for a long period of time. It's easy to make money on. There's like so many ways for it to happen. It also like tastes really good. And if something tastes, tastes really, really good. good, you're gonna. It's che- yeah, like I said, cheap. It's really cheap and good. Cheap, Those two words cheap, that are good, great. accessible. It can sit in your bag all day, and it's not going to be bruised by the end of the day like right. a banana, right? Like right. it's you can transport it. Yeah, but it's. Like I realized, okay, so I was eating eggs with two slices of bread. And then, we, of course, after our conversation, I look at how how much sugar is in the bread. Yeah, yeah. It's like lots, like yeah. 10 grams a slice. Yeah. And then I wash it down with some OJ, mm-hmm. 25 grams of sugar <laughs> in that OJ. Yeah. Right? And then I have a sub for lunch, mm-hmm. right, with an iced tea. Uh, yeah. And then, yeah, maybe some pizza for dinner. Yeah, I know. And that's so standard. With a right? beer. Yeah. It's standard. So that's like sugar, 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 sugar. And then we drink a lot of our sugar, too. A lot of our drinks are just liquid sugar. Our frappuccinos, our oh, yeah. Slurpees. My, my grande mocha yep. from Starbucks. For sure. That's all sugar. But I know that. I know. I, know. And I don't need that every day. Okay, so let's talk about food mm-hmm. to completely avoid and ones that we should eat less of. Sure. Ones, okay, let's let, let's talk about foods that we should completely avoid, ones that are kind of in a gray area, yeah, yeah. and ones that we should eat. Right. Okay. So, and the reasons we should do this is maybe more important. Yes. Is that okay? Yes, okay. 100%. So, with the sugar um, is the insulin kick. So, mm-hmm. it, insulin is our only hormone that helps you, or that makes you store fat. So, as soon as our insulin is up, our body goes into fat storage mode. So, say you have that sugar in the morning, your insulin spikes up. And then it drops. We all know what a sugar crash is. We've all had those sugar crashes. But that's what's happening every time you eat insulin. Right. And, and I told you, I, that was happening to me yeah. a lot. Right, right, like right. by right after lunch, I literally felt like I could just lie down and go to sleep. For sure. 100%. And it's, sometimes if I ate breakfast, I would crash so hard, I would get a migraine. Oh, yeah. Right. Or people who go too long without food and then they feel like garbage. Right. So that's a sign that your insulin is off. You're, See, you're moody, 100%. you're hangry. Oh, like, that's so many of I'm us. I'm totally hangry. I've been there. Dude, it's crazy. No one wants to go near me. No, you don't want people to come near no, you. No, not, not at all. I'm like, man, I, I liked you five minutes ago, but I'm about to bite your head oh, off. Oh, for sure. Right? And then, or we blame it on PMS for girls, <laughs> I can't right? Do that. Yeah. Look, like, I still need friends. <laughs> so, so that's a sign that your insulin is off. Okay. If you can't go, if you can't go at least, I'm going to say at minimum four hours without food yeah see and again we talked we talked about that too yeah i would have to make sure that i had snacks Mm -hmm. or that i Mm -hmm. ate just food everywhere Mm -hmm. couldn't go four hours but after we talked and i started cutting things out Mm -hmm. number one is i felt better Mm -hmm. strangely i lost like 10 pounds quick Mm -hmm. um which i've gained back all over christmas time (laughs) but now it's time to get back on wagon um and uh i i i I purposely Mm -hmm. Left big gaps between meals to see if I would get a migraine, and right. I didn't. Right, 
right? Which was mind blowing. I man. know, I know. I've, de- I've dealt with that my whole life. Isn't that crazy? Yes. So, and if our insulin is going up and down like that, diabetes, type 2 diabetes, which everyone knows about, mm-hmm. but also PCOS, so polycystic ovarian syndrome, what I had, so I'm prone to that. And then now they've even linked it to Alzheimer's. Crazy. So once you get, once your insulin's all over like that, your your chance of getting these chronic issues are very high. So number one, don't eat the sugar because for the insulin going up and down. Sugar's so bad. I know. Hey, hang on. Is there any such thing as good sugar? Like, is brown sugar better than white sugar? It's all the same. No, sugar is sugar is sugar. Um, there's better carbohydrate sources because sugar is a carbohydrate. Mm-hmm. So those are our fruits and vegetables. Okay. But even that being said, if you're eating, like, have you ever eaten so many carrots that you get full? No. No, that's impossible because, because again, it's a simple sugar. Right. So eating, you still want to eat those carbohydrates with, like, good fat and protein sources. So number one, we're stabilizing our sugar. So that's why we're going to avoid the sugar to stabilize our blood sugar and insulin. But then there's other signs that we need to do these things, and that's um, skin issues, anyone with acne or rashes, things like that. Your body's trying to detoxify, especially a lot of that sugar, so it's going to push it out of the skin because the skin's a big detoxifier. Right. So that's a good sign that you got something going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's also a sign of a gut issue. So you'll have people, people who it's called... It's commonly known as leaky gut. So these molecules are getting through the lining of the gut into the system. That's when we see skin issues. But that's also when we see either constipation or diarrhea or irregular bowel movements, things like that. IBS. So many people are understand that kind of stuff. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. Those are those are like those the main glamorous ones. conversations. I know, I know. Talk about poop a lot, whether people want to or not. But it's a sign that you're healthy. I know. It is a sign. So skin, gut, um, your emotional well-being, and insulin. Those are all all interrelated. So the things we should avoid, so we don't mess with these things, right. especially is the sugar, the processed grains. Um, Specifically, what? Like, let's maybe you can say a few things like uh, that actually contain the things that you want to. Avoid. Sure, sure, sure. Bread. Cereal. Bread. Oh, that's a, that's a big one. I, I'm, and our conversation I before, is, it's very simple, I but it's very hard. That's the thing. Right? It's very simple. It's not easy because right. those foods are easy. So Especially bread. For you know sure. what I mean? You have a, if, even if you don't, even if you can't cook or you're in a rush, you know, a couple sandwiches, PB&J, plus a jam. That jam. I know. Crazy. I know. Right? It's easy to grab it. It's cheap. Um, it stores really well because it doesn't go... It doesn't go moldy on your counter very Dude, fast anymore. You know the routine. I know. Even the bacteria won't eat it. Right. But that's <laughs> but but that said, the changes weren't as hard as I thought. Yeah. Do once you, I mean? once you figure it out. Right. Yeah. Once you figure out a way to make it work for you. Um, but that I mean that and then the drinks that are that are full of stuff. Um, and there's a lot of them. Yeah, all of them. If you cut out those two things. You're, you're, you're 90 or more percent of the way there. After that, we're just troubleshooting things. There's like these, They're just tweaking. Yeah. So these are the gray areas, the things that some people don't tolerate well, the things that some people do. Things like beans. Like we all know beans, beans, the musical fruit. Like if, if, if food. Beans, beans, the musical fruit. <laughs> if food is. It's good for your heart. <laughs> Sing it the rude way. Come on. I know. So <laughs> I've never heard the musical fruit before. You it's haven't funny. heard that? No, I've only heard good for your heart. The more you eat, the more you fart. That one. Oh, okay. Okay. Mine was beans, beans, the musical fruit. The more you eat, the more you toot. <laughs> we can only say toot growing up. So maybe that's why I learned it that way. <laughs> 
That's awesome. That's uh, funny. So if food causes like any kind of gastric distress, yes. probably doesn't mesh with you very well. Like you shouldn't feel bloated and gassy after you eat food. And actually, fries. I can't eat fries. Because French makes- fries make me feel. Like, I can eat a burger. If I add fries to it, right. I feel gross. That's probably the. F- that's probably not the potato, mm-hmm. but actually the fat that they're cooking it in. That's probably being co- cooked over and over. Cooked over and over. over. So the fat is damaged now. It becomes a trans fat. It becomes... That's the other one I want you to avoid is trans fats. Luckily in Canada, um, the rules are a little bit different than they are in the States mm-hmm. for utilizing fat. So we don't see... Different better? Different better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we don't see, like, um, high or not high fructose corn syrup, but uh, hydrogenated soybean oils quite as much. We see a lot of canola, which isn't ideal because of the way it's grown. It's like just covered in pesticides because it doesn't grow very well Mm -hmm. without it. Um, So then we're getting some of that in, but that's like a whole other topic. (laughs) There's so many tangents I can go on. Um, Get out of here, not you. I know, I know. Get in my soapbox. But yeah, um, the sugary drinks and the grains, the cereals, pastas, those types of things. Cut those out. Oh, yeah. Great area. Dairy. Okay. So what do you replace those things with uh, off the top of your head? If I'm not having bread. Potatoes. Are... Pota- Lots of potatoes? Lots I thought of po- a lot of people will go, well, I can't eat potatoes. It's, you know, tons yeah, of carbs in it's, potatoes. It's starchy. It's, yeah. it's still, at the end of the day, a vegetable. Mm-hmm. You have to cook it. So you're breaking down a lot of the nutrients that you can't digest. Mm-hmm. Um it's yeah. If if veg- if potatoes are the worst thing you're eating, you're doing a really good job. Oh, okay. You're doing a really good job. Are different potatoes different? Sweet uh, potatoes, actually, yams. Yes, and the smaller the potato, when it comes to a white potato, the smaller the potato, the less it will affect your blood sugar. Or your so you get levels. those. You get those little the little baby potatoes. Baby ones? Yep, yep, yep. Um, and you'll always cook them. And you're not eating a potato. Chances are you're not eating a potato just plain. Right, you put stuff on it. Yeah, you're putting butter on it. You're putting salt on it. So that'll help blunt the hit to your blood sugar too. So the butter and salt are not things I should avoid? No, not right now. Not when you're eating real whole foods. No. You need you actually need fat to absorb vitamins A, D, E, and K. Mm-hmm. So we all know vitamin D is so important, especially in um, our latitude because we're not getting a lot of sun in the winter. So Is it true that, well, I heard that oh. darker people... Yeah. Me being dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, black, if you will. <laughs> um, need, don't absorb vitamin D from the sun very well. As like well. I went to my doctor uh, and they yeah. did some blood work and she basically told me to take vitamin D supplements. And I'm like, well, for how long? For the rest of your, of your life. Actually. Yeah, that is true. Your skin, your melatonin doesn't convert it quite as well. Yeah. I had to go on like this crazy crash vitamin D thing for a couple of weeks and then... Get on regular vitamin D pills. I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. What was your crash vitamin D? It was... Uh, Do you remember? Like how much? Yeah. How many... I use. It's an I use typically. And it was like 5,000 a day? Something... Is that high? Yeah. No, that's reasonable. If you're low on vitamin D, 5,000 a day is very reasonable. Yeah, and for, my for, other question... For, for a week or... I think it was for a week and then to take the, the regular ones, 1,000 a day for... Mm-hmm. Ever is it liquid or is it capsule? Capsule. Okay, so that's that's okay. But uh, liquid because vitamin D is fat soluble. A lot of the good vitamin D is in like a liquid, like an olive oil. Mm-hmm. So you take it as a dropper. You can usually absorb it a little bit better. Really? Yeah. And the other cool thing about vitamin D is because it's <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a tangent, I, is it? <laughs> because it's fat soluble, mm-hmm. you don't have to take it every day. So you can do what's called a super dose. So you could take it just once a week, but a high dose, like what you say, you take one thousand a day mm-hmm. for a week. You could take just seven thousand once a week. 
Oh, is that right? Yeah, your body doesn't excrete it every time you go to the so bathroom. Like, bam, I'm done. Yeah, once a week, if you remember to do that. Okay, so what exactly does vitamin D do for your body? It's actually more of a hormone than it is of a vitamin. So it helps you make hormones. Helps you make hormones. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Wow, this is very interesting. Isn't that so neat? It is. It's very... It's really cool. And the crazy thing about nutrition is the more you know, the more you realize you don't know. Right. I feel like that's about everything that you... In science, especially. Okay, so do you feel like you know how your own body works well now? Yeah. Or are you always kind of second guessing? Nope. I, for the most part, there's a couple things I'm still troubleshooting, but for the most part. I like that troubleshooting. I know. Right? As if you're tweaking a computer or tweaking a car. And that actually is. And the other thing that we forget is just because something works for us right now, doesn't mean, no, doesn't mean it's going to work tomorrow. So it's something you got to keep checking in on yourself with. Um, Very much so. Like, which makes it frustrating, but Kind of fun. Some people, it's frustrating. It's I kind of it's fun, fun for you, Miss Type A yeah, Excel spreadsheet. I but uh, <laughs> it's, it's fun. For <laughs> but for everybody else, they just want to carry on and do uh, something else. They're like, just tell me what's wrong with me, <laughs> so I can move on. I'm like, write it down. I'm like, well, it's actually just not one thing that's wrong with you. It's like all of these other things. Oh, the other thing I get a lot is, well, this wasn't an issue before. I'm like, well, yeah. I'm, it can have it. Like we accumulate things over time, right? I I tell people, think of a glass of water, and you put one drop in it every time you do that thing like eventually it's going to overflow mm-hmm. and you're going to have an issue and then you got to try to figure out how to get that water out like or even my patients i just woke up like this i'm like well you did just wake, you all did, right <laughs> yeah i did just you did just wake up like that like you had something going on for a long period of time right and, and, now, and now, you're fine, you're, right. now it's finally an issue right yeah, exactly yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so when we're troubleshooting we're looking at things from all different directions that must be a lot of questions you're asking you know oh, I mean? absolutely. Like tons. Tons. And even that, I'm almost, I almost don't ask things because I don't want to go down that rabbit hole because it'll open like a whole other can of worms. That there's too much information yeah, and yeah, now yeah. we're not going to figure it out because exactly. now you're giving me too much. Yes. Where like if I can, if you can do this, what I have laid out for you for from a dietary standpoint and like general range of motion, we'll, we'll get you 95% of the way there. Mm-hmm. It'll be that last little five that we'll, we'll wait and see kind of thing. Yeah. Interesting. I feel like, though, you know, when when you read that first book, my, oh, every time yeah. we have a conversation, my mind is kind of blown as, I to, know. as to what I'm going to do next. Like right. what Kevin Bergen is going to tweak and do I know. in order to make my machine run smoother. Actually, that is. What are you? Know you what I'm saying? Do you know what you're going to do? Yeah, I'm getting back off the sugar thing. And I'm just going to wean myself off of, because I was just eating eggs in the morning, no toast. Okay. Uh, wasn't doing the juice. I would have lemons and limes and some water. Oh, perfect. Right? And, and some cucumbers, too. Mm-hmm. And then um, for lunch, what was I doing for lunch? Um, I think I was doing a lot of eggs, and I can't remember what I was doing for lunch. But it wasn't it wasn't Subway anymore. <laughs> Good for I you. Used to, I used to always have a BLT. That's so funny. With um, a bag of chips and an iced tea, <laughs> and I had it all the time. Oh my god, that makes. <laughs> Yeah. I I know that's so normal. That's so I've luckily I've been doing this for like I've been eating like this for well over ten years. So mm-hmm. it like hurts my soul. But also I know that there's so much room for improvement, right? That's the right. other thing. There's like so much room for improvement. Right. Mm-hmm. And we've just no, we've normalized so many of those these things now that people don't even question it. Right. And I don't want to do that. I don't want to exactly. think that. 
because the, it's been happening so long that it's normal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. like, well, I get migraines, so mm-hmm. that's normal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? That's, I just accept it. That's just the way I am. I know. I know. So that's just because it's common doesn't mean it's normal. But then also the other problem is like now I tell you what the solution is. Well, actually what you've been eating for for this long for is – For your whole life. Sorry, that's wrong. Stop eating that right. now. So now it puts it on their lap. We're like, oh, my gosh. I have to do something about this. This is my fault. Or parents feel even worse, right? Right, this is, right. Like I've been feeding, I've been killing my kids right, all the time. And it's right, like, That's so, not the case. Yeah, just, so just like, I, I, I mean, you only know what you know. Hindsight's twenty twenty, right. right? You do the best you can with the information you have. So that's another reason why I like giving people this information because it's like now you know it, you have the right to make the decision or not to make the decision. Right. So now you know that this is going to make you healthier and your risk of... Have you seen actually the billboards um, that uh, Cancer Care Manitoba has been putting up that says you can reduce your chance of cancer by 50% um, through nutrition? Is that? They have those out? They have, like, even... even all, Cancer Care is like, yes, you, we can, you can reduce your risks of all of these diseases. That's crazy. Just from a choice. Just from your lifestyle choice. Yeah. From nutrition. Then you add movement into that, too. And it's like your, yeah, your chance of dying. You look like just, your, your, I, your I eyes know, are it, big. I know. <laughs> because just it just bugging out right it's now. It's so cool. And it it's so, the information's there. And it's, like you said, it's so simple. It's not easy, but it's so simple. Right, that we, we can fix so many of these issues. So, essentially, my goal is to to die fast. By doing all this. <laughs> I don't want to. My grandma had cancer for the last 12, mm-hmm. 12 years of her life. Like, I watched her essentially just starve to death. Oh, um, it was, And so I'm like, I don't want that. I just want to, like, die in my sleep because that used to be a thing. Or right? run and get hit down by a car oh, or yeah, something. That, just that, something. Quick. Yeah, totally. I would take that, too. I would take that, too. But also, like, what we do as parents, um, especially moms, like, totally. If your insulin is off when you're a mom, um, your risk of your offspring being so if you have gestational diabetes which is diabetes when when you're pregnant um the chance of your child being obese by the time that i think they're 12 is six times higher wow. chance of diabetes increases obesity increases cardiovascular disease like there's so many repercussions so even a lot of these things it's not just what you did it's what your mom did and what your grandma did so it's another i treat a lot of pregnant women i love treating pregnant women so. okay well we've got a lot to talk about you're, yeah. obviously this is not the last time we're that. <laughs> Like, yeah, so. we're, we're, we're going to talk about yeah, different yeah. topics the whole time because yeah. I find it super interesting. Again, yeah. I like to think of my body as I'm not saying I'm a machine, sure. uh-huh. but ultimately it's 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 where you live. You're you on the out, inside yeah. looking out and yeah. you can't get out of it. So yeah. you want to make the best of it while you're, while while you're we, here. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So no sugar. No sugar. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Kevin. So no sugar. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to the main ingredient today, everybody. I'll talk to you next week and enjoy your day. This is 680 CJOB.